1: And now, live
2: from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m., The Answer. At the end of a wacky week of weather, we're here at Millburgers at 1604 and Bolverde Road, ready to talk gardening with you. And the nursery is gorgeous. Uh, in front of us are Snapdragons and Pansies and... I love that purplish one. I do, too. The, which one? The, the Pansy or the... Oh, no, the Snap? Snaps. Yeah, that's a pretty color, that's too. That's pretty color. It's almost... It's a little bit brighter than, a, like, a bougainvillea. Yeah, right. Um, but, yeah, it is... Look uh, at
3: that, that dark red, though, that velvet red.
2: Yeah, that would look nice, too. And the, the cool thing is that you can see... Um, What they look like planted in mass because they're all by each other and stuff. And they're um, I'm trying to see. I I put on my glasses and I can tell. And then we're going to go right to the phone lines and talk to Richard in just a second. They are 129 each, I think. In the uh, what is that? A four and a half inch. uh, Oh man, I know Jerry's chomping at the bit did you walk by the blue the blue bonnets? Yeah, they're pretty there. They're they're, they're, they're pretty blooming. They're prettier than the ones I have in the ground. <laughs> All right, Richard's on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey there, Richard. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How you doing today?
4: Not too bad. Got a question though. Okay. I've strayed from my years of organic gardening and bought some oh, fertilome Weed Out Grass Killer because uh, the Medina Growing Green produces some nice green weeds. My question is, how long do I have to wait before I can use the grass clippings in my compost pile?
3: Um, you don't have to wait at all. You mean you, you, you killed them with uh, a contact herbicide?
4: Yes, the uh, fertilome Weed Out with Crabgrass Killer was a specific product.
3: Okay. Oh, no, you can you can put them in there as a uh, n- uh, natural, I mean, as a uh, that's
4: material
3: that's going to decompose, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, then, okay, no, so, there's no no problem there.
4: Okay, and I can go on to use that compost with my vegetables and uh, flour, yeah. et
3: cetera? Oh, yeah, yeah, because you'll be, you know, it'll be at least three weeks, four weeks. Unless, okay. Unless your pile is like mine, uh, then it's... Six months, seven months <laughs> before.
4: I got a large pile. that's about twelve cubic yards, and also have a a, a, a tumbler that I use.
3: Oh gosh, yeah. So you might you get get you know, a fa- little fast, more uh, faster production than I do. I think. Yeah, right, Jerry so- and I debated talked about that a couple weekends ago about how the difference, depending on if you actively manage a compost pile and you just let it decompose
2: uh, by piling it up, sounds good. All right, thank you much. And, 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 Richard, did you get hit with all the snow we got a couple days ago? Nope. Okay, we lost him. Ann is on the line at 210 308 Hey there, Ann. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How you doing today?
5: Fine, thank you. And I thank you in advance for your program and advice. It's always been helpful to me because I am not a very astute gardener. But I'm crying about pruning. This year, until the last two or three weeks, we really haven't had any cold weather, cold, cold weather. And I usually prune about this time, but it seems to me that we may have our coldest weather yet ahead of us. I'm wondering if it would be wiser to wait until
6: March.
3: I don't think so. I talked to uh, Dr. Larry Stein uh, the other day to get for an article I was writing, and we've had 500 hours in San Antonio of chill. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, that was a little earlier in the week, and uh, I don't I don't think there's any advantage or disadvantage. T- to me, it's always easy harder to prune when you've got the the buds breaking and the blooms coming out of there. So yeah, I think I'd just go ahead and do your normal. A uh, pruning. Uh, okay. Well, than I have
5: a lot of old-fashioned roses and hollies and things that are so stern that it probably won't hurt them one way or another. And I noticed my banksia roses are starting to bloom. So.
7: Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're always the first
3: to bloom. Yeah. yeah don't,
5: and I I guess spring is almost here.
3: Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna prune them, are you?
5: Oh no! I, I, not yeah. till after they bloom. But uh, you know, most of my plants are just foundation plants around the house and things. Nothing very delicate, and yet they're sixty years old. And I don't want to lose them and prune at the wrong time and have them free. So no. you think it'd be okay to go ahead?
3: Yeah. No, I, I thought you were talking about uh, fruit trees. Cause I, <laughs> no, no, no. In my yard, that's 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 what's happening. Is the uh, yep. they're, they're starting to they're starting to bloom, and so they're always easier to prune before they start to bloom. But and I would think all all those plants are. What do you mean
7: they're easier to prune on your on your mental mid, state? Or? Oh yes, absolutely.
3: <laughs> you know, and, 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 far and as far as
7: cutting the branches off, it's about the
3: same. Yeah. Except gardening, no, I... you know, uh, is a state of mind. So. You can, <laughs>
5: I was talking about Banksia roses being starting to bloom. I I don't have any fruit trees here, but uh, my old-fashioned roses. How
7: how big is your Banksia?
5: Oh my goodness! uh, I I have two or three of them along a fence, and they're probably ten feet high and maybe (laughs) ten feet long.
3: Yeah, what color is they?
5: Really, it's really a chore, and one of them is so old it has thorns on it. And so it's really fun to ask
3: somebody to come prune it. Oh. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask about. I've got Lady Banks rose too and uh, yeah, in the old days you had, you choose, chose between thornless and thorn, uh, those with thorns. Yeah.
5: Yeah. That's well, wonderful I have- plan. One without and one with. But the thing I'm most concerned about is my old-fashioned roses, and I don't think they freeze very easily at all. Would you cut those back a third or a half? I'm sorry, I am not going to go branch by branch the way you should. I'm just too old and too lazy.
2: (laughs) Well, this gardening show is for you. Uh
6: (laughs) Well, but I,
5: I do need to cut them back because they'll get eight feet tall and eight feet across if if I don't cut them back pretty severely.
3: Yeah, um, that's just just kind of a contrary. <laughs> uh, I don't. I I've got old fashioned roses too, but I don't. I don't really cut them back. Um, but you can do. They. Uh, I mean, they'll survive. Obviously, you. Yeah, you can uh, cut them, yeah. Cut them back a third, like you're yeah. talking about. Okay. And, uh, if, well, if, they, if that met, met your needs and the plant performs the way you want, just go ahead and do yeah. it.
5: Well, yeah, because if I leave them, they just get too huge. I, I, oh, yeah. I, they're out yeah, over went. my sidewalk and my you know everything.
3: <laughs> so. Yeah, you wouldn't want anything in that all those big, big beautiful blooms. You know, <laughs> twice yeah. as large as it is now. You know,
5: they're they're Thank lovely you. when they're blooming, but uh, uh, I, I just course i guess that would be one way to discourage people from bothering me at my front door wouldn't it just let them grow in oh, yeah. the thorns now,
3: <laughs> now do, when when do they they bloom now are they I, I take it they're the ones that bloom in spring for in a short spring. period yeah yeah in the spring
5: yeah, well, and they uh, bloom uh, well, again in the fall
3: okay why do, why don't you wait until they after they bloom bef- before you prune them in the spring
5: Okay, so let them go ahead and bloom and then prune them, and yeah. they'll be ready for the year then.
3: Yeah, and I think oh, well, that's, you, you
5: That's a, a good suggestion, because they're not too terribly big. Now they're probably about six feet by six feet. And, uh, you know, I can live with that until yeah, they, they bloom and then, then cut them back, and I don't take the chance of destroying any buds.
3: Right. Yeah, you get to enjoy every
2: single bloom. Yeah. There you go. Good well, luck. Thanks, Ann.
5: Thank you. All right.
2: You bet. We'll bye talk bye. in a minute. 210-308-8867. Bud is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Bud. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How you doing today?
1: Uh, pretty good. How are you all?
2: Good. What's going on?
1: Uh, I have a question about the use of fertilome rooting powder.
2: Fertile, what? Rooting powder. Rooting
7: oh, okay.
1: Powder. What uh, are
7: you trying to root?
1: The Malabar spinach. Okay. Let me, let me see here. I got. I got to find this. Uh, reading <laughs> reading, reading uh, here, well, here. Well, the the, for,
7: the the root. You can use the rooting powder. Well, it contains indolebutyric uh, acid but uh, I mean IBA and NAA
1: but
2: uh, uh, let, uh, let
1: me let me read from this directions for use on, on this label here
2: all right now how, um, okay quickly now bud we,
1: oh this it's short okay I, I'll leave out a bunch of it anyway but thank you give, give you kind of a fuller gist for use on plants intended for aesthetic purposes being grown in interior landscapes ornamental gardens or parks or on lawns and grounds now here's the uh, bugaboo do not use on plants that are to be used for food or feed
2: hmm uh-huh. all right they're thinking well it's uh
7: <laughs>
3: then don't do it
7: The yeah, yeah. label is the law
3: yeah why? But why are, there, there's
7: really nothing uptaken in uh-huh. uh, a rooting hormone that would, uh, because the plant grows through it. I mean, it uh, it doesn't go into the fruit or anything. But,
2: does, does he have? To, is he already? Bud, have you already used it?
1: No,
3: no, no.
2: Does he have to use it for Malabar? No. no. Oh, okay.
3: That's that's the question I had.
2: Why are you? using Yeah. So, Bud, maybe you don't have to use it at all.
1: Well. uh I went ahead and got it because y'all told me uh, one time I could use it. Oh, <laughs> well, okay. You know, to to uh, to make cuttings.
2: Yeah, but probably not for Malabar, or maybe no. maybe well, I don't know. Uh,
1: yeah, I I, I I did use the Malabar. Uh, okay. You know, in 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 my question, but that's okay. Well, that's okay.
2: Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah, if you don't, if uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, Milton's point is that you probably don't need it, need to use it for Alibar.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So if you're worried about it, I think he just says exactly what he would do what? otherwise. And
3: well, he just he doesn't use it because the uh, oh, no, no, la- no, I mean, label says no.
2: Yeah. Well, but after you used it, you would just dip it. In, hang on, like dip it in perlite and let it root, or you just put it in the ground and let it root, or after the cutting. Uh, probably a Malabar at this time of the year, you'd
7: uh, put it in parallel so you could keep it indoors. Oh, okay. In a sunny location. All
2: right. Yeah. So it sounds it like a freeze. Oh, ooh. Okay. We don't want that. Okay. Okay, bud. Thank you a lot. Thanks, man. Good All luck. Right. Bye. 2, 210-308-8867. Roger is on the line at 210-308-8867. Roger, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hey, how's it going there? Good, good. What's going on?
8: Oh, uh, I've been growing uh, Merced tomato for a while, and uh, they've been really working out well in my area in Austin. But um, I had uh, had some varmint get into my seeds, and uh, I lost my, my uh, Merced tomato seeds that I had for this year, and I'm having trouble finding them. And the only uh, name that I got from anybody was uh, Dr. Parsons, is having uh, maybe access to some more Merced Tomato Seeds.
2: Dr. Harry, um, Harry, Harry Parsons?
7: <laughs>
8: <laughs> yeah.
7: Okay, ne- next time you see those people that gave you that name, <laughs> give a slap
3: them real good. Now, if it was seven years ago... Uh. <laughs>
7: Um, uh yeah they they quit uh, ma- ma- making that seed uh much to uh the uh of uh, most people a lot of people that like merced but uh i don't know where you can get i don't think you can get seed in merced any anyway definitely. i i would i would uh i'd be skeptical of any seed you got whether whether it would germinate or or be good, or be be uh, the true Merced. But you can get on the internet and uh, do a, a search for "Where can I buy Merced
3: tomato seed?" and to see what comes up. Do you Do you go to the, any any of the uh, like the Men's Garden Club or to the oh, that's a gardening idea. volunteers of yeah. South Texas.
8: You can I've been been sending out emails for about a week now because I'm getting ready to start some tomatoes in the greenhouse. And um, after I found out my Merced seeds were ruined and gone, I, uh, you know, I I was kind of upset and I just started searching. But I haven't been able to find yeah. any, any, anywhere. Yeah. So where, yeah.
7: where did you get the original plants or get the seed from?
8: Well, believe it or not, I, I bought this plant. It was a Bonnie plant that I bought from Home Depot years ago.
7: Oh, and okay. And it worked
8: so well, I just kept saving the seed year after year. Well, and, okay. Uh, and I had it going for a long time. And now, uh, you know, <laughs> then 13 yeah. years later, I, I had a misfortune, and now I'm out. So. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> well I'm, I'm there,
3: sorry. There's probably, there, uh, you know, the... Chances are that there's at least one or other or two other people that have done the same thing you did. Yeah. Because Merced was a very popular. Oh, very favorite. Yeah. Uh, uh, so you favorite. know, just just all your all those participation, just put the word out. You, you could even call the master gardeners and have them put it on their bulletin board. Oh
2: and, yeah! Wow, that's a great idea.
3: Looking for Merced seed and then your phone number just to see if there's yeah.
8: Is that is that a website, a Master Gardening no. website? Call or? the
3: extent, uh, Texas A and M AgriLife Extension Office and just uh, tell them what you're looking for and see if you can get put on the bullet. They have they have the the Master Gardeners come in there and answer gardening questions on the phone. I don't know if it's oh, every day cool. now. It's and so they uh, yeah, they communicate with a lot of folks.
8: Uh, I, yeah, I'm so upset about it, because I was just taking a seat from the best plants, and they were just getting better and better, it seemed like, and uh, they, they're real they're real heat-resistant, and um, yeah, I Yeah, just, it was a good uh, tomato. Yeah, that was the end of
2: that. Though I haven't a even uh, no, but thanks, I a rap thanks rap. loads for bringing it up. I <laughs> haven't thought about it for the, all this time. But I bet you, bet you, Calvin is right that you're not alone in this, and there's somebody, and they'll, uh, and gardeners are very generous. So somebody will sell you now that they know you're desperate for them. They'll sell it to you at a good price. Well, Jerry's right though
3: too because you don't know it's that You're, you're kind of yeah. at the mercy. Oh. but I think you're less at the mercy of local gardeners than you would be a, an, if you're. You're doing that search, uh, no. national search.
2: Maybe some uh, of our okay. people are called in. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we can ask them to call okay. in. well, they can help him. Okay, do you, I, I do I you want hang, it. hang on a second? we don't go anywhere,
3: Roger. What's that? Do you want Roger to leave his phone number with? Uh, yeah,
2: Roger, if that's okay, we'll we'll put you on hold as we go to a break, and then we'll uh, we'll get your phone number. So if someone calls in, uh, we'll uh, we'll figure out how to connect you to. Is that okay? Uh that
8: be yeah, that would be excellent. I
2: appreciate it. Yeah, just okay, just put you uh, Al if you'll put Roger on hold and then um, we'll go to break real quick 210-308-8867 is our number 210-308-8867 toll free it's 866-308-8867 We're, And so next week at this time we'll be sharing after Valentine's Day uh, a love connection that we made with Roger and his Merced seeds. Um, this wanna... is getting
3: sounding worse and worse. Huh? Uh, yes it is. All right,
2: well, we'll take a break and we'll be back in a moment on Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Milburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bovordy Road. All right, I want to tell you something that's happening at Millburgers this month on February 15th. Mark your calendars. It's a day of fun and a day of learning. And maybe the learning will be fun, too. David Rodriguez will be at Millburgers teaching you the spring cleanup to-dos for your lawn and landscape. If you want your landscape to look great this spring, you need to be there at 10 o'clock to 1130 on Saturday the 15th at Milburgers And enjoy David's free presentation on spring cleanup to do's for your lawn and landscape. And then all through the day, Millburgers will be celebrating the rodeo and the rodeo tomato. The rodeo tomato for 2020 will be announced and available for sale and there'll be free chili, Fritos and drinks from 11 till the pot runs dry. The Texas weather band will be there playing your very favorite country music from 11 to 3. There's pony rides, a petting zoo and much, much more. For more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com, nursery.com and we'll see you February February fifteen. South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. It's been busy this morning. we got a little break in the action, so it's a great time to call in with your gardening question at 210-308-8867. Right now, I'm going to tell you about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. We've been talking about it for a while, but termite season is going to be here real soon. So before it gets here, make sure your home is safe. Make sure that uh, you don't have damage now, you don't have termites, and uh, then make sure that uh, you keep them away uh, by calling Spider-Man termite and pest control. Uh, Warren Remy and Spider-Man have been doing this since 1976. They know what they're doing. They're the experts in San Antonio. And the cool thing is once you get Warren talking, he'll tell you, uh, he's not boasting, he's just talking about such and such, a, this person that called them about uh, this problem they were having or another pest control company that called them about this problem. So uh, with all their experience, they are considered the experts in San Antonio. So give them a call. No matter what you got that's bugging you, he'll help you get rid of it. 210-656-3721. 210 210-656- 656 3721 for Spider Man Termite and Pest Control. And uh, you can find them on the web at gospidermanpest.com. Go SpidermanPest.com. Trace is on the porch. What's going on, Trace? I think. Did you want to talk? Yeah, you got the headphones on. You're you're ready to talk. Hang on. There you are. You got it cold on, too. I I do. I I wasn't
9: expecting to until
2: uh, uh, this morning
9: when I got up. thank you very much. Fairly warm day, but uh,
2: still a nice day. And did y'all get sleet here?
9: Not that
2: I know of. Oh, okay. Well, we had, that oh, was it on Wednesday? Or was it Wednesday or Thursday? I can't remember where. I think it was Wednesday night. Everybody was all excited because we had the sleet. and the... Okay. No? No. Maybe. Okay. It depended on where you were in town. We did. We I'm got not, I'm not sure
9: sleet would ever excite me.
2: Okay. Well, it was just really cool because I think they had like a new word, like grunches or something.
9: Oh, I heard of, yeah. Bird yeah. <laughs> or pollen or something it, in it. Yeah. It
2: was uh, sort of round. It wasn't snow and it wasn't sleet. It was in between. It was a hybrid that we're now selling. Uh, no, I think it's... Never mind. All right. But what's going on, Trace? Well, I hate to put you all on the spot, but I, yeah.
9: but I need you all to come up with a quiz-type question so that we can give away something. oh Okay.
7: A well, quiz question. Uh, what is, are we giving away? What are we giving away?
9: All right, so I've got some tickets. Oh, wow. To the rodeo. All hey, right. All right. So... Uh, I don't know, I'm not even sure I can pronounce her name, uh, Lauren Elena. Yeah, I, I think, think so. Is the girl's name. Yeah. So I've got some tickets for her, and I've got some tickets for a Colton Wall, something like that. He's on Wednesday.
2: Oh, okay. So I I,
9: had, I hadn't listened to. I don't listen to much music, but uh, okay. My wife put the, him on last night, and it was really interesting. It was like a country meets soul kind of. Wow! Uh, oh, how cool. Vibe. It's this All right. one, one, one man band. He does the, the stuff with his foot for the beat and plays the guitar for the. Huh. Guitar. It was really cool. Very cool. Very soulful. So it's
7: why sick. are you giving away these tickets?
9: Because I'm I'm.
7: I mean, where did you get up? Come up with the names or?
9: No, these are
7: blood bank or what is it? No, 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 no,
9: no, no. This is just because. <laughs> we want to be. We want to. We want to encourage people to go to the rodeo. Uh, Take advantage of, of looking at all the kids' events and the, oh, okay. the goats and one, lambs. And
3: one uh, question—I mean, it's related to rodeo too. What if they come up with the the name of the uh, rodeo tomato this year?
9: I, y'all come up with the y'all come up with the plan, and I'll, right. I'll provide some tickets.
2: All right, we'll come up with a plan, and then do you want to leave? Uh... I'll leave you some for today, okay. and, I'll, and I'll
9: leave you some for tomorrow.
2: Perfect. All right. Well, here, we'll, we'll, you want to hang with us and answer Barbara's question? Sure. All right, uh, we'll answer Barbara's question, and maybe... She might know the answer to well, Calvin's question. Okay, well, we can do that. All right, so Barbara, uh, do you want a chance to win a pair of tickets to the rodeo? You betcha. All right, so we're going to give you a chance to win a pair of tickets February 11th to Lauren Elena. Uh, two tickets, yep, seats yep. 11 and 12. All right, so uh, Al, get ready to take name and address... So, uh, or name, and then you'll pick them up here. Name and yeah, phone number. Yeah, they would
9: need to. This is a Tuesday night, so they yeah, you have need to, to come up.
2: today or through Tuesday. Okay. Uh, t- Tuesday before they close. Yeah. So you, All right. Uh, I need to borrow a pen. Who's got a pen? First, she's gonna win. I know, but just in case. All right. So the question this the first question is, uh, do you know the name of this year's rodeo tomato? Uh,
6: I didn't think it have been named yet.
2: Oh well, it's been leaked. Yeah, it's kind of a fishy name. Oh, that, that may be a clue. It may not be. We can either confirm or deny. <laughs> what's that?
4: Catfish. I like that
2: name, but that's that's not it. <laughs> Catfish. It a okay. Good name. It is a good name, though. <laughs> well, what's your question then? Yeah, do your question then?
6: Okay. Um, I took. I had some sprouts coming off the rootstock of my citrus tree. It was a Meyer lemon. So I trimmed those off, but I went ahead and rooted them. Now I have all these little sprouts of the rootstock from the tree. My question is, how big do those rootstocks, new, new little rootstocks, need to be before I graft on them?
3: Did you hear that, Cher? Yeah, went, I, don't, I was, don't
7: think lemons are, uh, are, are, Some, uh, of are. Some of them are. Some of them are. Did you get it here at Melburgers?
9: Well, we've gotten them the both. We've gotten them both ways.
7: Oh, hey. I
6: got it. I, I got it at one of
9: your competitors. So, so, so color spot used to to grow it on uh, from seed, right. uh, and uh, everybody else grafted. So, uh,
3: um,
1: but if you sure there's a graft, uh, I
9: guess that's Trifoliata.
7: No,
9: so her question was how many years does she need to grow the roots system out before she could graft the good type limb into it?
7: Oh, uh, you won't. You won't have to. Uh you wait till the uh, a stem gets about the size of a pencil, small pencil, and then you okay. bud it. You bud it. Okay. You Put a bud from a Meyer lemon tree on the on the uh, deal, and that information, that uh, description on how to do that, is on plantanswers.com under propagation.
6: Okay.
7: okay. Uh, now. Okay, so you, you took, what does the uh, foliage look like on those sprouts that came up? Is it, uh, uh, It does it have three distinct Leaflets? lobes on the no, leaf? It's a,
6: no, it's, it's, not a, it's not like
7: it's, it's a so- solid leaf.
6: It is, it's
7: solid leaf. Yes, sir. Okay, that could be a sour arm. Yep. That's my guess.
3: Yeah. So- how big is it? I mean, <laughs> is there are there any thorns? Yeah, there you go. Uh, well, when I cut them off,
6: there were thorns. I have eight eight of them cut.
7: Yes, yeah, thorns.
9: She
3: had thorns.
6: Eight. So that was yeah.
9: the the one that they're talking about has massive thorns. Yeah. So uh, all right, so uh, that's what <laughs> she's got.
3: So orange. So follow Jerry's instructions, and that uh, the. The account on plantanswers.com is real informative and easy to follow.
9: And and you're not limited to just putting lemons back on that. You could put other types of citrus.
7: Right.
6: Good. Okay, wonderful. Oh, and by the way, uh, this is for Jerry. Betty Nethery says hello.
7: Oh. Okay, I was just talking about her off (laughs) off of the air, and... uh, Next time you know, they see, it was complimentary. Yeah, next time you see her, ask her, does she has still have any Merced tomato seed?
6: No, she does not, because we, I used to love the Merced
7: also, <laughs> and she does not. Okay. Darn. Do you live up in Junction, or where do you live?
6: Yes, sir, I
7: do. Okay, good deal.
2: Okay. Uh, All right. Good luck. Well, good luck. with
7: your lemon. Yeah, yeah. and
2: keep listening. We'll, we'll, one too many, uh, we have more tickets to give away, so you'll be okay. Too many hamburgers <laughs> to use up <our> <laughs> All right. Yeah, 210 308 210 308 Tell you what we'll do. We'll officially give them out after the, uh, the, the next break. Okay. But uh, there's a lot going on next weekend here at Millburgers. Burgers. You want to talk about it?
9: There is. Uh, let's see. We've got, uh, I think we got David out here. <laughs> David
2: is going so to be out here. He's going to
9: be talking about uh, cleaning up your yards from the winter damage, yeah. when, when to cut, how much to cut, what to fertilize it with to get the uh, perennials and shrubs back in condition for good spring growth.
7: Yeah. Uh, I even got a little picture of him on goodness! The... Are,
9: are you, oh, are you implying he's little? That's a or? small picture. <laughs>
2: It's a little picture. It's a tiny picture, you bet. Yeah. Um, so that's from 10 to 11.30. It's free in the amphitheater. If it's cold outside, it'll be in the greenhouse. So come either way. I Just just warning you, this year, especially with, since it's a rodeo weekend, yes. anything can happen. Anything on the can room. happen, yeah. So, but, yeah, they'll have it uh, either way or, they, or they'll tell you otherwise. But... Uh, generally, if it's been poor weather, like a little chilly or something, they'll have it in the greenhouse. They'll put up chairs. Is that still the
9: yeah, That's still the plan.
2: Okay. That's plan B. So you'll be okay. Uh, and then speaking of the rodeo, what else is happening next Friday, next Saturday, the 15th?
9: Well, if, uh, if it hadn't already been out there, which I think it has, What's the, that? Uh, the, the, two, the 2020 you, rodeo tomato now you, name.
2: You, now, you can't give it out yet because okay. we're going to do give the... it out, yeah. All right.
9: So, uh... <laughs> but it, is, it is
3: officially out there because the rodeo. Yeah, the rodeo is happening. Yeah. They're selling it. They're distributing it. Yeah. yeah.
9: So uh, next Saturday, we've got a bunch of the rodeo tomato coming in. Right. And... Uh, we're going to donate the proceeds that we get off of those. So i count them in the morning. i count them at the end of the day. And we're going to donate that money uh, to the, the kids, I think.
7: Yeah, to the Bear Master Guard, County Master Garden to benefit the Youth Gardens
2: Program. So,
9: yeah, we're benefiting the kids.
2: <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be a fun day. There's going to be, uh, besides that, there will be uh, some good music by the Texas yeah. Weather Band. They're, uh, play, they play a little bit of classic country and a little bit of americana it's a good mix but and they're, they're very talented yes uh, so you'll enjoy them face and painting there's face painting uh, balloon no. art i believe balloon artist i believe and, too and uh some chili yep and the chili uh until from 11 o'clock until the pot runs mm, dry. chili would be chili good freedom. right now. yeah, yeah chili was, would be perfect right now
7: i was thinking uh, it was this weekend and i'm looking forward to the chili
3: <laughs> and, Sorry, Jerry. Instead of being
7: with us, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, chili, or both. chili and fritos and drinks from 11 a.m. until the pot
2: runs out.
9: Did, did you want to talk about the the thing we talked about for the next club drive?
2: Oh no, no, no. no let me get yet. let me get all that worked. Right. But okay. now now that I know a date, yeah. I got okay. I, I'll. But yeah, so we ne- got something
9: special planned for the next. month. Yeah, a little bit
2: something special. So, uh, the that that's coming up end of March, right? I believe so. Yeah. Now the other thing uh, is, you have some really great things on sale. We do. So yeah, it's a, it's a
9: great ad. Um, we've got uh, six-inch blue bonnets. Regular three ninety-nine for two eighty-eight, four for ten. And they're and gorgeous. They, and they are
2: good looking. Oh man! I mean, <laughs> they're. So six inch pots is what they're in. Yeah, I yeah. So. But you, the ones I saw, you couldn't see the pot for the plant. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're that wide and that full. Uh, Jerry said some of them might be blooming. There, was, yeah, a, they there are. There
9: were some buds and, th- and I, a little bit of blooming.
2: I saw
7: some people as I was walking in picking out the blue bonnets. Mm-hmm. They were blooming to to buy. They had a tray and they were making a tray. So I would tell everybody, since it's so late in the season, that you would want to remove those first blooms. Oh,
3: sure. No, to, to I, all. Do you think yeah. somebody's going to
7: do that? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well,
3: I'm, that's better yeah. for the plant. Well, well maybe, Trey, so they can get <laughs> a <laughs> bottle of scotch.
7: Or <laughs> and just take a shot and then, okay, okay and I'll, I'll do it. it. <laughs> that's better for the plant. The neat thing about it, these are such in such big containers
3: that uh, they are get established rather fast. Yes, they will. Uh, Whatever but, they do with them, it'll be fascinating. And oh, yeah, folk, everybody that sees them will be excited about them and want to talk about them.
9: So we had the uh, geraniums were on special. Yeah, the, the, the geraniums were on special.
2: Eight. We saw those, uh, and there the were a fruit, lot of people. Fruit getting trees
9: were on special. Uh, grapes, berries. Yeah, that was
2: the special. first time I've seen that. Uh, the fruit trees have been moving out. They
9: have, and they're all, and they're all starting to bloom. So I mean they're, Oh the fruit trees are? Yeah, they're, they're pretty.
2: Half whiskey barrels are on sale for 40. Well, I mean, the geranium the 4 day
9: Yeah. Okay.
2: Oh, they are? Okay. I
7: think
9: so. Oh, they're 6.99. $6.99, 6.99, yeah. Yeah, I misspoke.
7: Oh, the 6.99. They're 6.99. Yeah,
2: they're for okay. sale. For sale. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh the geraniums and blue bonnets and lots of good stuff go to millburger nursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com to see all the this, things that are on sale.
3: This is ideal geranium weather, as we talked about yeah. last weekend. You put them out in full sun right now and what, yeah. two or three months. You just move them into a little bit more shade as it gets it gets warmer. Yeah. Now, do we have any of the... Uh, Fantasia. Fant- the
9: hanging baskets are all Fantasia, and then there's a few six-inch pots, Not not
3: too many. And then they they have even more tolerance for heat. Yeah. I have had some well uh, some years you could have them all in the sun all year. No.
9: That, that bird seed's been bringing a lot of people in.
2: Yep, let me go back.
3: Yeah, and so. the the bird oh, okay. feeding is wild bird feed. Yeah, it's been it's been excellent this year. Lots oh, wow. of species out there. And it uh 8 on sale for
7: 8 88.
3: That's over half price off. Yeah, that's what I was just getting $20. ready to figure out. And there's uh, good bird oh. there's good bird feeders in there, too, right, yep. Trace? So yes. if they want to experiment a little bit, and if the kids are kind of interested in it, get them a bird feeder and the, the seed, and yeah, give it a try, because... Lots and lots of uh, d- different birds in most neighborhoods.
2: What is the uh, turf and ornamental weed and grass stopper? Okay, so that is a
9: pre-emergent herbicide.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, I
9: think somebody here just wrote an article, didn't they, about pre-emergence? Wasn't me. not yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay, Cal. Uh, you, you can't hear me. Okay. So uh, I think it's time. Uh, get your pre-emergent out. And I describe pre-emergence as insurance. You never know if it's, uh, until it's too late. Oh. So uh, put the pre-emergent out now so that you don't have the weeds for the future.
2: Okay. Prevents many broadleaf and grass-like weeds and established turf grass. And that's for summer and spring it's, and summer? The
9: spring germinators. Uh, Is that, uh,
2: Does it cover
9: sandburs? It does.
3: Oh. Uh, now, okay.
9: sandburs are kind of... Specific, you do need to do a, another application at the end of May yeah, or June,
3: soon. but uh, that's the target date. On that is uh, end of Feb- February or the first uh, between the middle of February to the middle of March. Get it on, get on there, the pre-emergent, and uh, then you got a good chance to reduce the population. And then, last Trace says, about uh, June one, uh, June fifteenth, then you do another dose.
7: Yeah. Cause but this they, uh, this stuff lasts for a while. I, I think the
9: residual is three to four months. So okay, you know, if, you, if you do it in oh, a wow. timely fashion, uh, I mean you, you're pretty well covered. There's there's always something that might could germinate. But uh,
3: sandburrs are unbelievable. Though they'll they, they'll germinate over a huge. Oh yeah, area. The, uh, the weather yeah. you know the weather um, gets warm in the fall. I, ma- I
7: imagine depending on how deep the seed is or whatever. Yeah. All right. So uh, and, and also that bird seed. I was reading what uh, what it attracts, and it attracts doves. Oh.
9: It does. Everybody likes. Yeah, doves.
7: see, it's, it's got doves. I like doves, especially if they're stewed. That's okay. So, I don't, I don't,
2: I don't okay. So, so it
3: attracts doves. That's right here on the. On I, right can. On. I can just feel this. The, our no, listeners. So well. said. Love those little Inca doves. Yeah. You know, thinking, oh, Jerry, <laughs> thinking that's so that disgusting. they I
7: shoot those Incas They're too big, small. Beautiful. They're okay. so beautiful, too. All right, we have to take a break.
2: <laughs> oh, would you trace anything else we need to bring up? It also I, attracts squirrels, doesn't it, Trace?
9: Uh, I think I need to leave it right there. Yeah, I think you do, too. Okay. (laughs)
2: 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Give you a chance to win a pair of tickets to the rodeo right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Milburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulverde Road. All right, I want to tell you something that's happening at Millburgers this month on February 15th. Mark your calendars. It's a day of fun and a day of learning. And maybe the learning will be fun, too. David Rodriguez will be at Millburgers teaching you the spring cleanup to-dos for your lawn and landscape. If you want your landscape to look great this spring, you need to be there at 10 o'clock to 1130 on Saturday the 15th at Milburgers and enjoy David's free presentation on spring cleanup to-dos for your lawn and landscape. And then all through the day, Millburgers will be celebrating the Rodeo and the Rodeo Tomato. The Rodeo Tomato for 2020 will be announced and available for sale and there'll be free chili, Fritos, and drinks from 11 till the pot runs dry. The Texas Weather Band will be there playing your very favorite country music from 11 to 3. There's pony rides, a petting zoo, and much, much more. For more information, go to MillBurgerNursery.com and we'll see February fifteenth
10: back in forty one you met a brown eyed boy who called you pretty he walk every day couple miles out
2: all right 210-308-8867 is our number Two one zero three zero eight. that's laura Lena. we've got a pair of tickets for you coming up we're going to give you a chance to win um let me take real quick about deck and patio care by barry hagendorf if you've got a a deck that you want to keep looking good or that doesn't look as good as it did when you got it and you want to get it back to looking great, uh, call Barry Higgendorf at Deck and Patio Care. Go to the website, deckandpatiocare.com, where you'll see the before and after pictures. And I'm betting some of you have got the before situation right now because I've seen them out there. But look at the after. As Barry says, it really can look new again. Barry is what I call a geek when it comes to this stuff. He knows all the stains, all the penetrators. He knows all the tricks and all the hacks, and he's going to make that deck look great again so you can enjoy it this spring and this summer. Give them a call, 210-822-9147, 210-822-9147 for Deck and Patio Care, or go online. You'll you'll like the website, deckandpatiocare.com. All right, 210-308-8867. Yes, sir.
9: Oh, I was just going to say, some of those pictures actually look better than new.
2: Yeah, yeah. You really go to the website. If uh, What is it? Jerry had to correct me. Uh, a picture paints a thousand. What is it? Something that is worth a thousand words, or yeah, okay, whatever the expression. Picture is. Words picture worth a thousand words. Okay, uh, you'll see that the pictures will will make you a believer because really, it's what you with the before it's gray and black and ugh. And then you look at the after, and it's like, wow, okay. It can look like that again. Okay, I like that. So deckandpatiocare.com. Thanks, Trace. All right, so 210 uh, 308 Yeah, you wanted to bring something else up, too, well, before yeah, we do the giveaway.
9: We, we were talking about pre-emergence just a little while ago, and uh, one of the major ones uh, was manufactured in China, and the key word was, was uh, the plant burned down. Oh. So a maze, the ingredient in a maze and an XL2G, uh, which are very commonly used pre-emergence, uh, they may go away for a while. So we have plenty right now, but it, it, uh, if, you, if you use a maze or a cell 2G regularly, you may want to stock up a little bit.
2: Okay. So
7: they're going away what? The,
9: the plant that they were produced at in China burned down.
3: Oh, my goodness.
9: Uh, like five or six months ago. So uh, it's very, <laughs> very, that. very
3: yeah, those, those darn sandbirds, there's a conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh.
9: So there is very limited stock uh, anywhere, actually. Uh, uh, Amaze, I've I got three of the last 30 or 40 pallets. Wow. Uh, XL2G, gi got one of the last 20 pallets, I think.
2: All right. So if you're a fan and of Amaze. That's
9: nationwide.
2: Wow. Okay. So, uh, can I can call you and put some aside? I can. All right, if you know you're going to want some and you're worried a little bit.
3: <laughs> this is like uh, like a gold uh, story here.
2: Yeah. Oh,
9: yeah. It's kind of like uh, how MSMA was right before they took it away. Oh, wow. People were clamoring for it.
2: All right, 210 497 3760. That's the number for Mill Burgers Nursery here at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And you can call them, they'll set aside some for you. 210-497-3760. Do we got a limit per customer? No. Okay. 210-497-3760. <laughs> All right. So here's what we're going to, here's the uh, the other number to remember is 210-308-8867. We're going to take the first caller with a correct answer. We're going to win a pair of, you're going to win a pair of tickets to Laura and Elena and uh, you're going to pick the tickets up here at Mill Burgers, but Al will get your name and number and stuff or we'll put you on the air to see if you want to Answer the question on the air. What is the name of the 2020 Rodeo Tomato? 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. The first caller to guess it will win. So give us a call. Al will get all your calls and lined up, and uh, he'll tell us when to go to the phones. 210 308 Eighty-eight,
7: sixty-seven, and it's kind of got a fishy name, but not that cats enough. Cats. That's <laughs> enough.
2: <laughs> All right, no more hints, says Calvin. <laughs> By the way, the decisions of the judges is final. No, oh. uh huh. So y'all are the judges. Okay, I'm, I'm not getting in on this now. But yeah, it's gonna be kind of cool. What else traces uh is happening here? The nursery is lighting up with color.
7: Oh,
9: it's it's beautiful. How about those snapdragons? Yeah, yeah. that's
2: uh, everybody noticed that. So, I don't uh,
7: I don't think I've ever seen that. Light purple, it's, or fluorescent uh, purple, it's, or
2: it's
9: definitely an outstanding color. Uh,
2: have
7: you seen Have you seen it before? I'm, I'm sure I have, but What's uh, the these are
9: so prolific it's it's hard, almost hard to look at them. What's before. the selection? Well, yeah. What's the selection? Uh, I think they're mediums.
2: Mediums called snapshot. Oh, then they're shorts. Oh, that was said snapshot. Okay, then they're short. I, I, I mean, I was. They're, they're hard to not notice. Oh, she noticed them.
3: Now, the um, yeah the snapdragons out there in the gardens, um, our break for the winter wasn't nearly as long as it is there. normally. So they're, a lot of them have already converted, put new blooms on. And these, let's see, we'll have uh, February, March, April. Yeah, we'll have at least three months, probably three months of good snapdragon yeah. color there. Is there stocks out there? Trace uh,
9: ten inch. We got the ten inch pots.
3: Oh, cool. That's another one of that's got a, a, a wonderful fragrance and beautiful color, good cut flowers, and if something to decorate your uh, uh, front door. Those yeah. are the ones. Of course, it's actually these. Uh, some of those colors are of Some of the same colors of stocks. Hmm. Not kind the of, pretty yellow one out there too. Yeah. 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 Yeah,
7: there's
2: no
3: yellow.
7: So far Calvin
2: has really liked Calvin likes the velvety red one and <laughs> Jerry likes the Fuchsia, purple is what color there? The, the, the
9: one I liked the best
2: already sold them all. Oh, what color was that? Burnt orange. Oh Wait a minute. It doesn't surprise me. They went that fast. Uh, thank it, God it you personal. didn't order a lot. Uh, they, <laughs> we did they, pallets of them.
3: <laughs> it's, it's so sad because they actually were just freeze damaged, uh. and she, and uh, Trace <laughs> thought that was the
7: color. You know, uh,
2: so jealous.
7: Uh, uh, all right, don't y'all don't y'all recommend you take the blooms off and to make the plant grow better uh, a lot
2: that was
9: you and blue bonnets
7: oh okay yeah not with star. not with, not with uh, snap that cameras. would be
2: heartbreaking if you took <laughs> those blooms off <laughs>
3: hey,
7: I, if you, i'm
2: wasting my breath on that, that deal anyway <laughs> yeah if you if
3: you want a, a, a field trip uh, we're not kidding this is uh you want to see this display here and uh, of course you got the snapdragons and then they're backed up by the geraniums and yeah. Good for pictures. Violas, pansies. Oh, All right. pansies in there, yeah. And then check out those stocks. The, the
2: pansies big. are pretty. The purple pansies? Yep. Are, they're, they're the ones that stand out to me. I don't know why. Just, I, just, I'm
9: pretty sure those are in our new super six-pack that we're oh, stocking.
2: Really? Yeah. The purple pansies? I think so. Oh, that's very cool. So you're getting, how much is a six-pack? You're getting six of them uh, for?
9: Four ninety
2: nine. Oh man. These are That's a big...
9: It's not really? your, Yeah, it's not your normal six-pack. I'd have yeah. to call it Texas-sized.
2: Okay. That's a great deal because uh, they're really, uh, you, they, like I said to Calvin earlier, the way you have them, you can see what they look like in mass, and that purple, it just jumps out at you. Hey, stay with us. Irene is on the line at 210 308 210 308 Irene, welcome to the show. Yeah. How are you? Do you want to take a guess at the name of this year's rodeo? What's that?
0: Oh, I said, I'm doing good. You said, How are you? Uh,
2: Oh, good, uh, good. I'm glad you're doing well. Okay, what is the name of this year's rodeo tomato?
0: Oh, Red Snapper.
2: All right. (laughs) All right, that music tells me that you have guessed correctly. (laughs) <laughs> I, I didn't know i just thought it was called rodeo 2020 but uh, yeah. yeah congratulations she she didn't sound very excited about saying the name did she oh <laughs> uh.
0: um, well, i just no. i don't know i heard y'all talking about it earlier or
2: yesterday yeah, somewhere. There you yeah. Go. yeah well, last Irene's week listener yeah well congratulations irene you, you, we'll, Al will put you on hold. Al will get your uh, number and uh, some ID stuff, and you'll pick the tickets up here at so They'll be waiting at the cashier.
9: Yeah, they'll go inside registration. Okay. And then, uh, All right, registration, will go get oh, no,
2: them. Don't hang up, though. Al's going to put you on hold and talk to you so you can get the she information. She wants to ask a question, Did you have a question, oh, okay, Irene? that sounds great. Uh, okay. Thank no, I you. I think she just wanted to win the prize. Okay. Bye. All right, so uh, we'll have other things to give away, but speaking of Rodeo Tomatoes, where can we get them if we haven't been to the rodeo yet?
9: We have not What? No.
2: <laughs> yeah, we, we we were Calvin walked somebody to the uh, the greenhouse to get them today. Oh. So there's
3: what? a now that that not where the story ends though because oh. <laughs> there's two display. Well, unless they've changed, there's two displays within the greenhouse. Oh wow! There's uh, there's one out front that I was familiar with from last week. But then there, there there's uh, the next greenhouse. There's one gallon containers and a bunch of other other containers. And I think celebrities were there, or it should
9: be. Yeah, celebrities. I think there's some tycoons in there. And
3: uh, HM 8849.
7: Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, did uh, do you have the uh, rodeo tomato red snapper in gallon, yet?
9: I think I got ten of them.
3: Yeah. Ten of them?
9: Pretty sure. Okay.
3: Oh, no, you don't have ten anymore. Oh,
9: well, I had to You ten. sold
3: some,
7: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh, they're in uh, four you had and it. a half?
9: Well, we've got a... I think there's uh, six packs of Red Snapper and six packs of other varieties. Okay. There's four and a half inch of just Red Snapper and then, like, five varieties of gallons.
3: Okay. Tycoon, yeah, I know tycoons were in gallons, too. But we, we, we want to alert everybody, you know, this... that. Uh, It's probably not the best time to put them in the soil, Uh, wait a little while, pot them up or get them in the one-gallon container size and put them in a uh, sunny uh, area, there's no wind. There you go. And then be prepared if the temperatures go below 40 degrees, be prepared to take them inside. The idea there is to keep them growing. Yeah. These are growing full speed out there. You, they look wonderful. Yeah. And you, you, if you want to take advantage of these uh, prize winning tomatoes, you, you have to keep them growing.
2: Yeah. You got more uh, said? No. L- uh, l- <laughs> <laughs> okay, we had a call earlier.
7: The, uh, mm-hmm. uh, okay. uh, Calvin wrote a, a nice article about it, uh, last weekend, last Saturday and the weekend. Uh, and so I used, reused his article, and I gave him credit, and I added uh, uh, the uh, disease rating, the disease uh, ratings and what they stand for on, on his article, and I also added a source that you can order and buy seed from, seed of. So uh, a lot of people like to grow their own t- Tomato plants, and so uh, I put that on there. And we updated uh, our rodeo to, uh, to uh, list rodeo tomato list, and so uh, it's on plantanswers.com. Uh, first, uh, in first listing in red under topics of the month, and uh, it says. Uh, I think it said red snapper, tomato, rodeo tomato, two twenty twenty.
3: And let's remind everybody that uh, the rodeo tomato is uh, uh, mo- uh, a lot of folks are, look forward each year to get the 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 one that is uh, chosen at the rodeo. Yeah,
2: yeah. like yeah. Merced once was. Now, <laughs> uh, the tycoon was too, and it came back from. Yeah, maybe Merced will come back. No. No. All <laughs> right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up live from Milberger's.
1: We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls. On 930 AM, The The Answer.
2: Welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, on a cool uh, Saturday. Well, let me get the weather uh, ready so we can find out what tomorrow's going to bring. It seemed like they were saying rain tomorrow. They're saying, yeah, yeah, I saw rain, too. I saw warmer temperatures, but rain. Yeah, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. It, oh, rain, really? Well, one, at least one, the
7: <laughs> one
3: in the paper.
7: It misted on, on me coming over yeah, here.
2: Yeah, me too. I was worried because rain doesn't affect <laughs> us on the porch, but the mist w- could, yeah. could blow in, and I was worried about it. But uh, it stopped right as I got here. Yeah. Uh But, yeah, it's a little chilly. Uh, you yeah, anyway, haven't got any gloves on. Yeah, that's the sun. <laughs> well, you want me to give you the forecast? Yeah. All right. This afternoon, mostly cloudy, high near 66. It's currently 56, so it's going to have to. <laughs> it's going, going to have to hurry it. up. Uh, tonight, chance of showers between 9 and 4 a.m. Then patchy drizzle, with a chance of showers after 4 p.m. <laughs> I'm sorry, 4 a.m. I'm confused. Got a chance of showers between 9 and 4, and then a chance of showers after 4. <laughs> why not just okay? Cloudy with a low around 60 uh, and a a chance of rain 40%.
7: When, tomorrow?
2: Today, to this evening. Okay. Okay. Uh, But it sounds like it's drizzly rain, like we came in. Yeah. All right. Sunday, areas of drizzle before 7 a.m. Okay. Then a chance of showers between 7 a.m. and noon. Okay. They're going to make me upset here. (laughs) <laughs> then a chance of showers and thunderstorms afternoon. Afternoon? Yeah. They we be on the porch. I no. know. Did they give any percentage? Uh, hold on. Let's see. Oh, chance of rain, 50%. Patchy fog tomorrow morning before 9 a.m., otherwise cloudy with a high near 73. Chance of rain, 50%. New rainfall amounts <laughs> between a tenth and a quarter of an inch. Wow. Except uh, higher amounts possible in thunderstorms. <laughs> But they were, I don't think anyone, I don't think, I felt bad. I felt like a real weather person because just reading this from weather.gov, I don't think last weekend I was talking about going down into the <laughs> the low 30s. It yeah. was like the, the mid-30s at the lowest. Right. Sunday night, 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly cloudy with a low around 61. Monday, chance of showers and thunderstorms, then showers likely, and possibly a thunderstorm afternoon. All right. Mostly cloudy with a high near 65. Monday night, 50% chance of showers Uh and thunderstorms. Oh, yeah. In fact, we have chance of thunderstorms no lower than forty, per, no lower than 30%. Okay, anyway, I won't go there. Uh, Tuesday, 50% chance of showers with a high near 60. And then it looks like up. Oh, no, holy cow. Tuesday <laughs> night, showers and a possible thunderstorm. Low around 48. Chance of rain, what do you think? 60. 80%. <laughs> well, then you really like Wednesday. Showers likely, possibly a thunderstorm. Chance of rain is seventy percent. Honestly, until Wednesday night, it doesn't fall below thirty percent. Forty percent chance of showers Wednesday night. Then no more chance of showers Thursday, Thursday night, or Friday. Well,
7: maybe after all those percentages on all those days, they'll get it. Yeah. I hope so. I would need more than a quarter of an
2: inch though. Do our blue bonnets need a little rain? Oh yeah. Okay. I'm just upset. My little blue bonnets out in the yard are they're not hunkered or anything, but they're not as bushy as the ones they have got here in the 6-inch yeah. pot. They uh rain would make them get larger oh, okay. and quicker. And I I've sprinkled them around the yard. So, oh, they're oh. they're going to pop up as a surprise. Oh, you mean you sprinkled seed around them? No, no, no. I took the transplants and just kind of oh, put oh, them in different oh. places in the oh, yard. Okay. So good. It's like we're, we're, we'll kind of forget about them, and then all of a sudden there'll be a nice red or white or blue. blue yeah, don't mow them. I know. That's what I, I tried to put in place so I didn't have to mow that just had horse herb or clover or whatever you want to call it. And, boy, Oxalis. the... The, uh, which is the one? Is that the bed straw that's the sticky one that gets on your socks? Bed straw, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah my, they, do, my dog brought the first uh, bed straw in yeah, that, yesterday. Yeah, yeah.
3: They're, they're dragging mine in. It's <laughs> all over.
2: We went to, and I swear it's the same thing. It sure looks like it. We went to the Medina Natural uh, Area Park. Yeah. And there's bed straw that's... <laughs> tall as roses. I mean, it's just well, yeah. It's big. It gets big. I did, all. All I see is the stuff that lays down. Yeah, this stuff was tall, about two to about two and a half inches, two to two and a half inches tall. Well, it'll grow up to the feet fence. tall. I'm sorry. Yeah, go go all the way up the fence. Well, maybe it was leaning against something because this was looked on its own. But maybe there's something that looks like bedstraw. Because like I said, it was about two feet tall.
3: It's, if you don't have too much to pull, yeah. that's kind of satisfying to pull those kind of beds out. What do
2: you do with it after you
3: pull it? Well, you put it in the compost pile. <laughs> I, do. Right. I do.
2: All right. You're not worried about seeds? and No, no you ball it up. Okay. In other words,
3: it, it
7: yeah, but, sticks you know, to each other. Compost it sa- yeah. de-
2: it decomposes. It is satisfying because sort of, it pulls out so easily. Yeah. Just a little tug feels like you're accomplishing a now,
3: lot. yeah, but if it's a half an acre, it... It's kind of overwhelming.
2: I just kind of, last year, I don't think it was around this time, I forget when it was, I just got in there and sat down by it and got pulling and pulling and pulling, and, you know, then when it's gone, you feel like, yeah, I've accomplished something. This was a little bed, though. This was like three by four.
3: Well, I was, uh, I pulled out that uh, bit and chickweed, and I... Felt real good in the cut flower garden, but uh, actually, it looks like all I did was make room for the
7: <laughs> oh.
3: for the bed, bed straw and for uh, there you go, and for my uh, bunny bloom larkspur <laughs> are coming up everywhere.
2: All right, many of you have been wondering. Both yeah. of you have been wondering. <laughs> now, many of you have been wondering what's coming up at the gardening's essential class on the seventeenth. I think Rob is on the line to tell us all about it. Rob, are you there?
4: I'm here, Melton. Can you hear me?
2: I can hear you just fine. Did you line up all your ducks this morning or all your ducks oh, in a row? I even, got, I,
4: I even got some of the last stuff this morning at about 1030, and the texts have been flying since on March and April, too. So it's all, all coming right. together. Good, it, good. It so what do we know so far? It was a process. Some people had to back out at the last minute or change up. So anyway, all what right. we got going, and I'll get it to the, all the right people once we get it right stuff written. All right, on 17th, we're going with a good theme. It's going to be a question and answer part for the first part, and it's members of the Texas Nursery Landscaping Association. When to hire a pro or do it yourself? And we're going to have Billy Long, Extraordinary Landscaper Award winner. He's a past uh, chairman of the uh, NLA. Okay, it's going to be Steve Goodson. He's the current vice chair of TNLA and certified landscape professional and landscape irrigation auditor, and he's been in the industry since the 80s. And then also on the panel will be Gary Kochelski. He calls himself the pond guy. He's with Vivid Outdoor Solution. He also does a lot of lighting and hardscapes, and he's the Region 1 Landscape Director. So you're going to be wow. able to ask them questions. They understand. They're gardeners. They like to plant their own stuff but be able to direct you, yeah, this is what you need to call a plumber for. And then we got a thing going. The second part will be Laura, Laura Rogers and her excellent Water Saver Landscape Design School team giving a presentation on what that school entails, who all involved, and be able to answer questions about that and even be able to sign them up right there at the end of the class. So I think it's going to be a good one. I think it's going to be fun, especially with those three in the room. Jerry and Calvin know them. Uh,
3: We've so. tried, uh, tried not to uh, maintain our, our knowledge of them and our contact <laughs> with them, but we, you can't get away from that darn Billy. No. Yeah, and,
4: and trying to catch up with all of them because they're very busy people, and then yeah, getting it all lined up and stuff. Like I said, some of it's coming in by text right now. And uh, so it's gonna be a fun one and it it was a process, like I said, some people backed out. One just because she was having hip surgery. All now right. Betty Netherley would not have backed out on that or Dorothy Weedy, you know. So
3: But March let's,
2: let's, What's that, Calvin?
3: Oh I just wanted to I just wanted to give uh, special credit to the the landscape contractors in this area. They have been and uh you know, those names are are among the the greatest contributors. Uh, they've they've uh, played a leadership role in our water conservation effort, environmentally appropriate gardening, uh, and so they're 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 ideal people to uh, question and ask your your questions about. So that that's good job. Yeah, I think people will enjoy that and they'll gain a lot of good information from those speakers.
2: Very
4: and that's kind of why kind of why I wanted to go with that angle, and it finally worked out. In March, we've got it even starting to get set up and locked in, right. and uh, that's going to be Heather Flieger from Altman's. Used to be Color Spot, and she's one of the main sales reps and everything. This was one that kept falling through too with Chris Scott. Jerry knows Chris, but she's going to come and bring some examples of what plants and new ones, especially, you should be looking for and asking for in your nursery and might even bring a few succulents to talk about, too. And she's very involved with Palo Alto, helping support that, and TNLA. Debbie Reed is going to be my second speaker. And uh, she hasn't sent me the topic yet, but you never know where Debbie's going to come from. And, you know, now she's been all over San Antonio. A lot of the policies and the things that are in effect, she helped start years ago. But she is currently the technical director for Aquifer Alliance. So that'll be a good one. And in April, I got Chris Payne, you're coming to talk about how All to right. maintain your indoor Rob, plants. So we're Rob, getting lined up.
2: You're, you're giving okay. This is the first rule of advertising: uh. focus on one message. So you're you're, you're just you're too much info. We'll we'll what we'll 15? talk about March and April as they come out a little bit. But yeah, so it sounds like this one's going to be a, a good one. Uh, it it's is the 17th. What time does everything start?
4: Everything's going to start at 12 o'clock, 12 to 3. First speaker starts on there at about 12.15 to about 1.15. Then we take a little break, shift gears, and then the next group starts at
2: 1.30. All righty.
4: So and free, and, free and open to the public. Okay. And we'll be getting it hopefully on the website by tuesday issue. i got to write it all up so I can get it to her. Okay. And, uh, but we wanted you to have the breaking news.
2: Thank you, sir. There you go. Thank you. And is is there a donation that's appreciated?
4: There is no fee required, but a $5 donation is appreciated. All right. It does help offset the class a little bit and stuff. And then we have a potluck in the back. Oh, good. anybody's invited to come, contribute to it. And uh, you never know what's going to be there, and that's part of the fun. So even if you're new and just attending the class, Bring on something! It always helps you get kind of introduced to everybody else when you got a cookie in your hand. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Well, and it's also a good chance uh, if you're lo- if you're looking for a way to get more involved in gardening and yeah. also do something significant in the community. Uh, kind of l- look over the all the the volunteer opportunities that are available there through the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas, Jerry's and- research team is one of those activities that they're just uh, all kinds of dig in the dirt projects uh, plus educational projects yeah, you, you you'll find something that meets your needs and plus you'll learn a lot you'll have fun uh, and um, spend some good some time and with gardeners just like you
2: all right all right Rob, and,
4: uh, where do they go for more info we will have that Back there in the back by the buffet tables, all that info with somebody there. We're also going to have a surprise guest appearance for a few minutes, Juan Solis and Mark Peterson probably, giving a quick talk on all the new programs and for the spring. And right. uh, they're going to pop in there at some point. But you're going to be able to find it hopefully on the website here by sometime this week by the time I get to her Monday. Maybe right. it'll be up there by Tuesday or Wednesday on the website, gardeningvolunteers.org. And I will be putting out a mass email to all our email list here in the next day or so, hopefully. Perfect. All right. So,
2: thanks, Rob. So.
4: Well, it's a start. It's a tease. We're getting it. You got it. It took a while.
2: That's so. okay. Don't worry about it. Thank you, Rob. You take care. We'll Thank talk to you all. later. All right. All right. Bye bye. Cool. Again, that website again, gardeningvolunteers.org, and he's, Rob said about Tuesday is when the information will come out gardeningvolunteers.org but it sounds like it's a good program on the 17th and uh, you can follow them by going to gardeningvolunteers.org alright what you got going on there <laughs> I'm wore out listening to I Rob I know Rob, <laughs> Rob just had so much energy on all this <laughs> uh. Well, it's good
3: that Milton asked somebody else to stop talking and just, just you and I, you know.
2: All right. Thank you, Calvin. All 8867 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Hey, well, let's do this real quick, and then we'll take a break. But I want to tell you again about one of our sponsors, too, which is Wild Birds Unlimited. Over there on Heebner and Northwest Military, uh, they're they're doing great. Uh, talking to Kyle the other day, who's the new owner, uh, took over for Bill. Bill's still there, and running around. They got him in the corner. They just he just answers questions. And did <laughs> <and, and, laughs> it sound so bad they got him in the corner? Well, no, he's he's, he's all over the it, place. In,
7: in my hometown in Tennessee, they've got a 98-year-old man. Right. That started the store, the hardware store. And he comes in and sits in the chair right there by the cash register. Oh, okay.
2: So he can greet people. I don't think Bill's that old yet, is he?
3: (laughs) I just can't imagine Bill being selected to greet people. No, Bill's great at greeting people. He did
2: it for so many years. Y'all are mean to Bill. But anyway, they're running and gunning, very busy. Uh it was uh, fun. I was talking to Kyle the other day and uh, over at Wild Birds Unlimited, and they were talking about, uh, I said, you know, kind of what we talk about. And he goes, yeah, we just had people come in and either we'll help you or another customer will help you because this is a family here uh, of people who enjoy nature and birding and feeding and, uh, uh, and all that good stuff. At Wild Birds Unlimited, yeah, they're going to... You'll notice the differences when you go in to get, whether it's a feeder or a a birdhouse or seed or whatever, uh, they're going to treat you right, and they're going to take an interest in what you're doing. Uh, And uh, you'll go in there all the time and have a great time. So whatever you're trying to do, Purple Martin season is coming. Uh, he talked about the finches. He said the finches are in town or they're coming. I can't remember. You
3: no, know, the the lesser goldfinches are here all the time, but okay. the, the American goldfinches won't be here for a while.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, they've got the feeders for that to enjoy as well. Go buy a visit with them. Wild Birds Unlimited. Uh, they're over at Hebner uh, and Northwest Military. Open today and tomorrow. Uh, It's Wild Birds Unlimited at Hebner and Northwest Military. Go by and say hi to Kyle for us, and uh, they'll treat you right. We're going to take a break. Uh, Give us a call. Be a part of the show at 210-308-8867. Maybe we'll give away another pair of tickets right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulverde Road. All right, I want to tell you something that's happening at Millburgers this month on February 15th. Mark your calendars. It's a day of fun and a day of learning. And maybe the learning will be fun, too. David Rodriguez will be at Millburgers teaching you the spring cleanup to-dos for your lawn and landscape. If you want your landscape to look great this spring, you need to be there at 10 o'clock to 1130 on Saturday the 15th at Millburgers and enjoy David's free presentation on Spring cleanup up to-dos for your lawn and landscape, and then all through the day, Millburgers will be celebrating the rodeo and the rodeo tomato. The rodeo tomato for 2020 will be announced and available for sale. And there'll be free chili, Fritos, and drinks from 11 till the pot runs dry. The Texas Weather Band will be there playing your very favorite country music from 11 to 3. There's pony rides, a petting zoo, and much, much more. For more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com, and we'll see. February fifteenth,
10: does your halo go heavy hanging over your head? Well, you've held my heart steady since the first day we met. Every time I lose my way, only you can bring me back Cause your will just don't break, you keep the strain on its tracks Under the wings of an angel, where my weary heart can sleep I can close my eyes without thinking twice my And soul back
2: to Milburgh's Garden, South Texas on Until 9.30 a.m. The, the answer, our phone number 210 308 8867-210-308-8867. That's Laura Elena, Laura and And we're going to give you a chance to win another pair of tickets to see her uh, this Tuesday at 7 o'clock at the rodeo. Uh, good seats. And uh, let's see. So Calvin had a question uh, for us. The first caller, uh, we'll, we'll – do uh, you want to make – maybe we should make it more specific. Um Boy, I see. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they got it. There's some right there. Right? Um, all right, so we've been talking about some of the, the winter annuals that are in front of us and they beautiful color. Uh, name one of those at 210-308-8867, and we'll uh, we'll put them all in the air to, uh, to get the answer on this one. 210-308-8867. The first caller to name, just one of the ones we've been talking about, uh, today we'll win two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty
7: seven. All right. That so, lady's got a good supply of all the things
2: that we talked about. Yeah, That's she does. Crazy. She, it's like she heard the show.
7: <laughs> I think she had some stocks in there. Too, didn't she? That was one of the. St- stop, was that stop, one of stop, the ones?
2: Stop, stop. Wow. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Gosh, you can't. He can't keep us. No, we gotta. <laughs> we gotta get a question he can't answer. <laughs> All right. Okay. We, uh, well, hang on. Let's see what we got. Okay. Nobody yet.
7: Calvin's article.
2: Yeah. In
7: today's paper. I like the title. Three annoyances. Only one a parasite. And uh, <laughs> I guess they're they he talks about ball moths. I guess that is annoying to some people. It's alarming to some people, but I don't know if it's annoying
2: or not. They mm. <laughs> want to get rid of it each every time they call. No one calls and says, I want more ball moss. I wonder or, where they got that picture
7: of ball moss. Where could they have gotten a picture of ball moss? Oh, Anywhere. <laughs> And Calvin talked about it. Calvin still believes it's a it's not a parasite, and uh, even in the picture it's on dead limbs. Kevin Melton.
3: In, in fact, the main point in the article is if <laughs> what came first, the dead limbs or the <laughs> ball moss.
7: Yeah, he says the the shaded, often leafless branches. That means dead. Mielsen. In the middle of a uh oak tree are ideal sites for the seeds to land and germinate. But they also grow on crepe myrtle, pecans, and even utility lines. So uh, they're they're pretty versatile on where they can can take up residence. And uh, we we found out. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, that uh, some of the uh, it, uh, uh, Spider-Man, aren't they spraying for ball moths? Yeah, they do. Uh, yes. So, okay. So some of the uh, tree people uh, mm-hmm. are and uh, and
3: uh, I guess uh pest pe- pest control people yeah. are spraying for ball moths. And so this and this is uh, you know. It's not a parasite but it does annoy people. <laughs> and this is the this is the time that generally people will spray for it. Just a coside product they generally yeah, use. Yeah, yeah. Uh, including Spider Man. hmm And uh
7: do you know why they spray for it now, Milton? No. They spray for it now uh, so that, that that copper spray'll get on the on the ball moths. And then, supposedly, our rains in February and March will uh, wash it into the, into the plant. Oh. Now, that doesn't kill the plant immediately. I mean, it doesn't fall off. I guess it kills it immediately. But uh, it doesn't fall drop off over there, so people get
3: kind of get upset about spraying it and then not falling off. Well, uh, especially it's because it's so visible with the leaves, the uh, live oak leaves fall, yeah. falling off. Right, <laughs> you can really see it.
7: Now you can tell when it's been killed, because if you look at the ball moss clumps, it doesn't have new shoots on it oh. or flowers on it. I guess that's flowers. And but, then you just uh, wait You for can little...
2: tell it's not growing; it, that it's dead. And then how do you get it off the tree? You just wait for a windy day or you <laughs> knock it off or shake the tree or Well, like eventually it'll fall off. Yeah. If, oh, okay. you,
7: if you're you right, a windy
3: it. windy day, or rainy day, Jerry's rainy yeah. day. If you kill
7: it. Yeah. And all these rain this rain you predicted, Melton.
3: Yeah. So washes, oh, so
7: wow. Now's the ideal time to put it on.
3: Drizzle, drizzle, and trace rains generally don't do it. Though. No. Okay. It, we, but it, but it we did need,
2: say we showers and full, thunderstorms. We
3: need a full rain.
2: But
7: and, it, it, and he talked about my uh, favorite mistletoe, and got a picture of mistletoe on there. And uh, did did we determine that it was toxic to? humans dogs and some other manual of, uh, mammals
3: generally is is uh, it toxic to dogs toxic that uh, doesn't mean it kill them but they don't yeah oh they not, don't like it huh well, it's, well they should throw it be. up it's not good for them yeah they got uh,
7: are you, they throw it up at one end or the other milk thank you Jerry <laughs>
3: <laughs> the, the, the ideal the idea there is the that it's uh, just ironic that the birds love it and and other pl- other yeah. anima- animals uh, are, don't react well to it. So you should not eat the be- you should not eat the moss and your I mean with the, the uh, mistletoe mistletoe.
7: Yeah, the picture they had uh, with the mistletoe that's the berries are in it on there rather than the blooms. Oh yeah, the berries, yeah. I think it's white berries on there.
3: Yeah, white st- kinda of sticky berries. So. Yeah,
7: sticky. But uh I'm I'm always one that says uh at this time of the year like the tree right out here in front of us. Yeah. What green do you see on the trees in front of us Milton? Mistletoe. Mistletoe. If it were not for mistletoe, we wouldn't have anything green on the trees at this time of the year. Just that glass
2: is always half full with you. No, right? I know.
3: Well, plus, <laughs> if you're if you're interested in birds, like so many of our listeners are, uh, mistletoe is a, a favorite bird, seed, bird yeah. feed. And, in fact, they're the ones that uh, do most of the spreading.
7: Ka- uh, Calvin says, uh, if you are interested in a fas- fascinating plant relationships and encouraging bird activity it's easy to justify leaving mistletoe plants in place even if they are a tree parasite and calvin said uh, that he never seen uh never heard of a mistletoe killing a tree direct even though even though yeah. it's uh even though it's a parasite, we always it, it wouldn't kill. Uh, Most parasites don't kill the, the host.
3: Yeah, we talk about. it. Everybody kind of agrees that it probably causes some stress, but I don't think uh, pathologists say that it's a direct killer of yeah, the trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
7: Um, so, so if if person if people had a tree. It's got to be a living tree. And they wanted to start mistletoe in the tree. How would they do it, Calvin? Well. <laughs> Can they just take the berries and put them in, in the bark?
3: I, I, I think technically you could, but it's, uh, I think this is one of those. Uh, Does it have to go through a bird? No, I don't think it has to go through because some of them, some of them just stick, stick. on their feet. Yeah. Okay. So, but I, I, I don't know the percentage and. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's. We haven't done much exploring on the management <laughs> of a mis- mistletoe production. I don't. think. No. So. We need a mistletoe expert to call
7: yeah. us. Yeah. Is, the,
2: is there anyone listening from the Mistletoe <laughs> Society that can call us right now?
7: But anyway, uh, he talks about getting rid of the mistletoe. And, uh, I mean, well, (laughs) you never talk about how to get rid of it. Uh, You said mistletoe removed from a tree resprouts from the uh, remnant of the Historia in a few years. So is that the roots that remain? Yeah, the the. Connection to the tree. Okay. About the only way to get rid of it is cut the limb. Is remove the limb if it's small enough limb. Uh, Neil Sperry always talks about uh, now's the time to do that. Uh, do it as soon as possible because uh, if you don't, it'll just, it'll keep getting bigger and bigger, and even though you're knocking it out of there, seems like they used to have a. A spray. Ether, ether. It sounded like ethereal. Uh, that would knock mistletoe off of them. Or so kill mistletoe. But uh, anyway, I would be worried about uh,
3: damaging the tree. Since it's uh, it's connected to the tree. It's, re- it's relatively easy, other than the fact that you can it can be even high in the tree, but um, you 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 know knock off the mistletoe. Yeah, and it falls off, and uh, you know if you've got an ex- extended handle pruner, you can get you can get a lot of it off. But it'll be back. Yep. Yeah. Uh, like we said
7: uh, this week in the garden, Kevin talked about uh, buying the. Uh 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 tomato transplants now that are available in local area nurseries but too early to plant them in the garden and uh he he covered that very well uh, in last week's uh, so, uh show or uh, last week's article and I took that article and put it in uh, on plantanswers.com a lot of people Complain that they don't get the paper, and uh, we're talking about the article, and uh, they want they want to see it. So uh, I I put it, put it on plantanswers.com and uh, under the uh, red snapper rodeo tomato section in uh, topics of the month, and so you can read it and see the pictures of it. And also find a place to get the seed. Uh, I will also talk to, Calvin talked about, uh, about onion transplants. Uh, now's the time to do onion, onion transplants. And uh, he ta- he, uh, he'd he given up on the low-flying birds, Milton. That's hard said, to believe. Said it's time to prune back the tops of Esperanza, Salvia, Lantana, Poinciana, and other freeze killed top to make to make room for the new growth. So I guess he's giving up on the birds. They're just gonna to have to tough it
3: out. Well Yeah, the tops though, not the whole. <laughs> A lot of those plants, uh, as as our listeners have testified that uh, a lot of the, the, well, started, the yeah, yeah. started to sprout. So it's, uh, it's easier if you get those tops out of there for, or if you're going to, you, you, you know, we, you can even, even if they're not frozen, you can cut those tops of those plants off and and uh, to make for uh, room for the new growth in the season.
2: Yep. All right, let's do this. Let's take a quick break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210 210-308. 308 8867, toll free. It's 866 308 8867 More of Milberger's Gardening, South Texas coming up live from Milburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevard Road. This is 930 a.m. The answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulverde Road. All right. I want to tell you something that's happening at Millburgers this month on February 15th. Mark your calendars. It's a day of fun and a day of learning. And maybe the learning will be fun, too. David Rodriguez will be at Millburgers teaching you the spring cleanup to-dos for your lawn and landscape. If you want your landscape to look great this spring, you need to be there at 10 o'clock to 1130 on Saturday the 15th at Millburgers. And enjoy David's free presentation on Spring cleanup to-dos for your lawn and landscape, and then all through the day, Millburgers will be celebrating the rodeo and the rodeo tomato. The rodeo tomato for 2020 will be announced and available for sale, and there'll be free chili, Fritos, and drinks from 11 till the pot runs dry. The Texas Weather Band will be there playing your very favorite country music from 11 to 3. There's pony rides, a petting zoo, and much, much more. For more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com, and we'll see you. February 15th.
10: I thought I knew you from somewhere. Right when you walked through the door. So please forgive me for staring. It's driving me crazy where I've seen you before. Maybe it's the white t shirt that you wear and the danger. Pretty
2: small town. It's coming to me now. Hey, welcome back to Milberger's Garden in South Texas. That's Lauren Elena. That's a lady. Yeah, that's a lady. We're going to give away a pair of tickets. The uh, last question may have been a little too A little too broad or vague. So we're going to give you a chance to win a pair of tickets to see Lauren on Tuesday at the rodeo right now. So 210 You're going to have to have listened to the show. You can guess at the answer, too. But the first person with the correct answer to this question is going to win. 210-308-8867. We mentioned that Millburgers has blue bonnets in the six-inch pot. Uh, And we also mentioned that some of them are already blooming. Right. Okay. So what did Jerry say you need to do to those blue bonnets? Uh, that most people will not do. <laughs> All right. So 210-308-8867. First person correct answer will win. 210-308-8867. Give us a call. Al will screen the calls and get a... This is, uh, to give a hint, this is
3: what you would do if you plant them and you want them to be uh,
2: suc- successful in the long run. Right okay. Right.
7: All right. <clears throat> 210-308-8867. Uh, Speaking of transplanting things, if you're, uh, uh, it's time to, if you're gonna move an established plant, uh, you need to do it as soon as possible. In other words, dig the hole and, and, uh, pop it out as, as soon as possible. Probably cut it back by a third or or a half, uh, to, 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 Make up for the roots that you left when you that you dug it, or you left in the soil. So, uh, but that's you know we're we're we've got all our trees in now here in Millburg, and uh, the, uh, well, the region we get them in in February is so that uh, you can plant them in February and it gives us a chance to get established before the hot summer comes.
2: Alright, I don't know that he has an answer to the question. We'll find out. Bernard is on the line at two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven. He's got a question and we'll ask him our uh, our question in a moment. Uh, Bernard, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today?
11: Doing great.
2: So okay, so you wanna do your do you want to try for the tickets to the rodeo?
11: No, I have a question
2: Okay
7: uh,
11: for growing sweet potatoes.
7: All right. Okay, sweet potatoes.
11: Uh, I'm thinking yeah. about, uh, I want to know the uh, a soil here, a mixture. It's a four-way mix of topsoil, orange sand, compost, and rice hulls. Okay. And the other one is called a garden soil, and it says it has manure compost, composted topsoil, orange sand, and rice hulls. And which one of those would be the best for growing sweet potatoes?
7: The garden soil.
11: The garden soil.
7: The last one you mentioned.
11: Okay. Uh, Would I have to add anything
3: else to that? Do what? Do do you have to add anything else?
7: No, I don't think you need to... Yeah, sweet potatoes aren't uh, yeah, too fussy. Yeah. Uh you could add a a little bit of fertilizer but probably uh that slow release 19.59. five nine. Yeah. Uh, uh, slow release fertilizer, but I w- we recommend uh five pounds per hundred square feet and so I'd cut that in half on sweet potatoes. Okay. Like two like two two pounds per Hundred square feet. Now you uh, got. Have you grown sweet potatoes before?
11: Uh, just in a real small bucket. Oh,
7: okay. Yeah. Uh, wh- uh, where are
11: you
7: where are you gonna g- are you gonna grow your own slips?
11: Um, I stomach? have some growing. I have some growing now.
7: Look at you. All right. Uh, do you know the variety, or did you just get one from the grocery store? Uh.
11: N- had one left
7: over from last year,
11: and it's
7: uh, the Jewel or uh, B. Uh, okay, Louisiana C. Oh, okay,
11: Louisiana variety.
7: Oh, that's good. Okay, uh, so you know how to
3: grow the slips and and roots and slips. Yeah. And uh, is uh, that for folks that? Uh, don't know how is is that, all that information on plantanswers.com? I think so on the sweet potatoes,
7: Yeah, yeah.
3: It'd be, uh It's fascinating. <laughs> Amazing how they'll where they'll grow.
7: The neat thing about sweet potatoes is that they're they're dipolar. In other words, you don't you can plant them upside down and they'll they'll grow, root and grow.
3: That makes it much easier for Aggies.
7: Yeah. But uh, how, how how big a how big a garden are you putting in?
11: Well, I have a circular ring that's four foot across. I have two of them, and they're about eighteen inches deep.
3: Okay. So it's uh, kind of, it's kind of a raised bed. Yeah.
7: Yeah. Uh, so uh, you know they're going to grow all over the place.
11: Yeah. <laughs> and I have a fence for a uh, trellis to farm to grow. Oh,
3: okay.
7: Up. That'll and, work.
11: Uh,
3: Keep us informed.
11: <laughs> uh, I sure will.
7: You plant them, uh, you're going to plant them outside. You're growing your slips now. Yes. And you're going to plant them outside in, uh, you're in San Antonio, them. I assume.
11: No, yeah. I live here at Canyon Lake. Okay, and, and it's all rock up here, so everything yeah. has to be in a okay. raised, raised bed.
7: Okay, you plant them in, in probably a late mid to late April? Yes. Because they're very cold-sensitive. True. Okay. Uh,
11: well, you should I do bought, well. I, uh, I had some wire, and I rolled it in a four-foot circle. And I bought the black fabric from Millburgers, that landscape
7: fabric. Okay. Yeah.
11: I put it on the inside and tied it all up and now I want to put the dirt in there and plant my sweet potato slips in it.
7: Okay. That'll well, work. Yeah, you, you're going to a lot of trouble to grow sweet potatoes. Yeah.
11: Well, if you live on a rock pile you have to improvise. <laughs>
7: <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I wish you luck. Thank okay, okay. you, sir.
11: Thank you, and I'll keep Thanks, you informed. Sarah.
2: Thank you for calling. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Joe thinks he has an answer to the question. Our trivia question for this hour to win a pair of tickets to the rodeo to see Lauren Elena. Joe, welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Do you remember the question?
8: I believe I do. I caught the tail end of it.
2: <laughs> All right. So, Jerry, we mentioned that we have blue bonnets in the six-inch pot here at Millburgers. Some are already in bloom. What does Jerry say to do to those uh, blue bonnets uh, that no one is going to do, he says, uh, <laughs> to make them do better in the spring?
8: Well, you'd uh, punch, pinch back the blooms or, or cut those blooms off.
2: There you go. There you go. That's right. Congratulations, Joe. Way to go. Are you a Blue Bonnet fan?
8: Actually, I am. As a matter of fact, I uh, put some transplants in, and today um, I've got like uh, two acres. And I noticed as I was walking through that field that some of them are getting ready to bloom. And I thought, a bit too early.
7: So, uh, <laughs> well, usually six, they bloom, bloom around first of the middle of March here. Oh, the I wild know. ones. I'm talking I was, about yeah.
8: wild ones. Right. And I do have some wild ones that are coming up, but those are okay. But these okay. were transplants. Yeah, these were transplants that I planted, though, about maybe six weeks ago. And those transplants, uh, some of them are starting to bloom. And I'm thinking that maybe because of this weather we're having, you know, those days of uh, um ordinary warm weather. Just yeah. get him to
3: maybe bolt a little bit. Yeah, well, so, well, so so he he those six week ones he could decide to do either way I guess leave yeah, him or, right. leave them or yeah. he he could can he pinch back the blooms on the ones he that could are, I guess I don't know what kind of yeah
2: Joe this uh,
3: can
8: I'm gonna do, I'm gonna pinch those back because I want all right. them to bloom. there you go in the springtime
7: yeah you gotta you know, be yeah you can uh, if if you do you that to your blue balls. You can keep a plant alive for uh, Carol Abbott's son kept one, kept a plant going for two years wow. by removing the bloom and never letting it produce seed. Yeah. course you, produ- you want it to produce if seed. You, yeah. If you love bluebonnet
3: on
2: leaves, I guess. Huh? Yeah. All right. Well, Joe, congratulations. Thanks, Joe. Well, We're going to put thank you, you very on hold. Much. Yeah. And I then Al's the going to get your information. Yeah, and you pick up the tickets here at Millburgers, okay? Sounds great. The, the, Thank you. The concert's Tuesday, so come as soon as you can. All Alrighty. right. Hold on. Joe, don't go anywhere. Congratulations. Yeah, Joe knows his stuff. Yeah. All right. We have more tickets to give away tomorrow, so you'll have to listen. But uh, uh, 210-308-8867 is our number, and you can call and uh, be a part of the show or ask us a question. We don't have to ask you <laughs> questions. Okay. Uh, it's
7: also time to uh, plant uh, frost tolerant annuals such as uh, pinks or dianthus, snaps, which we talked about earlier, primulus, uh stocks, which we talked about, Iceland poppies, English daisies, larkspur. which uh, Kevin says uh, you've got some coming up already. Sweet Alyssum, which I noticed uh, that there's some out there on the benches, and others, and uh, I'm uh, Sweet Peas. Last chance to put yeah, Sweet Peas. Sweet Peas yeah. too, and I, I, I'm, I'm I've left the uh, write-up that we did on uh, on uh, Laura Bush petunias oh, on good. there. And at which time I, t- I I tell where to uh, get the seed from wild seed Farm, and uh, I think you can seed those out right now too, and have petunias almost all through the summer if oh, you wow. cut them back periodically. Okay, but you got you you can get it in pink or you can get it in the regular uh what color is that? uh <laughs> the
2: lavender, lar- the lower bush color so uh light purple but uh, yeah. I don't'm sure it has a color in it yeah it's not purple yeah yeah, but it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty I like mine I got five blooms on mine now like
7: <laughs> the uh and so you can uh seed some stuff now i got a a deal from wild seed farms uh they're having a a sweet Valentine's deal: thirty percent off uh, of pounds only of plains coreopsis. So that's a that's a good wildflower that you can uh, plant oh. in your meadow as well.
3: Yeah, coreopsis. Once it gets going in there, it that's, oh, that's yeah. every year. Yeah,
7: yeah, it comes back year after year. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's only for o- online orders and. Uh, from February the 4th to the 16th, February 16th. And so you can uh, order online at Wildseed Farms. It's a good
3: butterfly plant,
7: too. Yeah, wildseedfarms.com.
2: So speaking of butterflies, so what's happening in the butterfly garden this time of year? Well, we got... Is that a dormant, uh, or...?
3: I was just not, uh, noticing that there were uh, the number of gardeners that are still checking out the uh, milkweeds, that are here at Millburgers. Um, there, there's some flying. There's uh, golf fritillaries, a sulfur. I've seen sulfur butterflies. Uh, they're uh, flying. Um, in terms of blooms, uh, the some of the flowers we've been talking about, stocks, alyssum, uh, are, are, are favorites. I've even seen them. So some of the butterflies stop at the uh, Snapdragons. Um, but uh, there the population's not huge but here in San Antonio you can expect if you if you got lots of blooms and nectar sources you can expect uh four or five different species all through the winter cool yeah okay. uh, right.
7: right.
2: and uh, we got Sylvia on the line at 210 308 that? oh hi Sylvia welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas how are you doing today
0: hi doing okay um um, oh, Jerry, well, my question is for Jerry. I, I moved that fire bush. Remember, I talked to you a few weeks ago because remember, the oh, yeah. sunny area. It doesn't look like it's doing too good. Um, I checked well, the branches. Well,
7: it's dormant. It's basically dormant. At this or time is it dormant?
0: Because when I checked the branches, they kind of snap. And I thought when they snap, that means that that plant is dead. You know, does that mean it's dead or?
7: Well, it's just yeah, the top. It is. It's the top and, uh, uh-huh. The first, free, first uh, free, hard freeze of frost, uh, the tops killed down. Oh, and okay. I, all, well, basically, all you moved was the root.
0: Right, okay. And it so, it, so it it, so it might so be
7: re-sprouting from the root already. Soon, yes. Yeah, no, not, yeah. not
0: yet. Do, do you think it'll still make it? you think it'll come back? Oh, anything, yeah. Or?
7: Yeah, it'll make it. Okay, I hope so. Yeah, you, you have to be patient.
0: Okay, uh, because
7: when uh, I, I see it it,
0: it, it. it looks so sad. I did put mulch around it. I put good <laughs> dirt and everything, but I don't know. And and it's in a sunny, can, sunny, sunny area. Of course, we haven't had too much sun, though. But you know,
7: so. good. You yeah. have, you have to. You you might as well cut it off at the ground.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Okay, I'll do that. Uh,
7: you you only you only worried about transplanting the root root system.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. All right then. Okay, keep your fingers crossed. It'll make it, Jerry. It's gonna work. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Sylvia. Okay.
2: Bye bye. All right. We uh, need to begin to wrap up today. Don't forget next Saturday at this time we're going to be talking about how how much we enjoyed visiting with everybody and all the chili and all the rodeo activities here at Mill Burgers. That's because we've got the big Rodeo Tomato celebration, including having the Rodeo Tomato Red Snapper. We have it now at Mill Burgers, but proceeds from that day's uh, sales go to help the uh, Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Gardening Program. So uh, make sure we're on your calendar for next Saturday to come by and come wave at us or say hi when you do. Uh, we're going to say goodbye for today. Thanks for Al doing a great job taking all your calls, especially at the beginning of the show. Lots of calls. And, of course, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. We'll see you here tomorrow at Mill Burger's Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 a.m. This is The Answer.